0: That is the sound of a distracted, divided, and dead American until they hear. Battle for freedom, triggering change, one heartbeat at a time. Good morning, everyone. I'm, or good afternoon, or good evening. I'm your host, Watson, premier for Battle for Freedom of Mojo Fiber Radio, and I appreciate every last one of you as you are sitting here joining Battle for Freedom of Mojo Fiber Radio. If you're listening in your car, you're driving. You probably just finished listening to Sam Sorbo, uh, the Sam Sorbo Show. She's one of the many amazing hosts that you can hear on Mojo Fiber Radio. Go to mojo50.com. Uh, I also, uh I want you to go to mojo50. uh, Share that out with as many people as you possibly can, as well as uh, go to Watson, not Watson. Well, you could go to Watson, but I need to update that website. Uh, Battle for Freedom, uh, that's my website as well for this radio program and so much more. Uh, Listen, you can't start your day off right if we're not talking about American Pride Roasters Coffee. It's the official coffee of Mojo Fiverr Radio, okay? I've been with this network for almost a few years now. And I have three different bags. Uh, I have cured K-Cups at my wife's job, because of the fact that that's how much, I love me some American Pride Roasters coffee. Uh, so get it, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Let them know that Watson from Battle for Freedom sent you because this is the great stuff. This is the good stuff that you'll appreciate and you can't go wrong with this. Again, if you want to interact with the program, go to Facebook.com forward slash Mudra Fiber Radio and leave a comment there. And we will go we'll go from there and try and get the word out as to what we'll be covering and talking about today. Today, actually, it's a Wednesday in the word. Uh It's Wednesday in the word. And I really want to. I really want to get us to the point where we are. We are waking up to the realities of how bad things are how bad things are with our lives with with the changes that we need to make um i want to get more in depth into ezekiel uh next week but today i want to cover a few passages because of the fact that there's so many times i feel like there's a part of me that has like the ezekiel gene There's a part of me that feels like I have the Ezekiel gene and I I have to, you know, go through uh, the process of, uh, you know, God prompting me to say things. uh, And and it's not this extra biblical stuff that's going on. It's actually stuff that people just need to hear uh, that, you know, as I sit here trying to take us all through the Bible and demystify everything that's been going on and everyone has a misinterpretation of what the Bible is supposed to be, what the Bible is supposed to say. Many people don't fully understand what is the word of God saying. And I'm trying to demystify it in Wednesday of the Wednesday in the word, but Ezekiel is there's much we want to say from the talk through the Bible, but there are three key passages. I think I want to spend this week on talking about with the book of Ezekiel because of the fact that it brings home some really quick key questions. I try and ask questions a lot. And a lot of people, I think that they look at me and they see me, oh, you're a Christian, but how do you sit there talking about politics? And I think that that's a, that's a massive error that's been placed in the minds of society that we as believers, we as Christians, we can't talk about the things of uh, the world. I, I think it's very sad, it's very dangerous because of the fact that it forces people to not, it forces people to ignore uh the reality of what's going on here, and I'm dare saying that if, if we don't wake up if we don't wake up uh I think the reason why that this society is at the level that it is right now is because the church has been nothing but a valley of dry bones the The church has been lifeless the church has had no energy, no strength to sit here and 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 really minister to the world that we hear so and so as things get crazy as things get awry in the world um people cannot wake up good morning and thank you uh curtis carolyn paula and carrie thank you for joining and being part of this broadcast so I'm going to take, take three verses because normally sometimes as I go through each book, word and word, since December, uh, good morning, Heidi. Ever, since December, I've been going through the Bible to demystify it. Uh, I, I sometimes do a little bit more editorializing rather than just focusing on the book itself and giving you the data and information. So I kind of want to get as much as I can get out of it today. So that next week we can do, because I think there are a ton of great chapters in Ezekiel, but I want to look at a few of them, a few of the verses. And before we do that, let's do one of our other sponsors, which is American Pride Roast, not American Pride Roast's Coffee, but New Life Holistic. Does your mind seem like it often shuts down before it even starts? Sounds like you need to detox to improve your health in body, mind, and spirit. I'd like to tell you about New Life Holistic. It is an amazing therapy process that uses neurofeedback and biofeedback for many issues that ails everyone. New Life's method and approach to health, balance, energy, and vitality is what sets it apart from anything you have experienced ever before. Call 1-833-4BIOLIFE and tell them Watson from Battle for Freedoms has sent you. One more thing. Give them the code MOJO50 and save $50 off of your first session. The consult is free. New Life Holistic. New Life Holistic. Share it out to as many people as you possibly can, and we will go from there. Uh, I need you to do me a favor. Uh, Listen, this is going to, uh, and ask your questions away if you can. Good morning, Lisa and Linda. Thank you for being part of the program as we're sitting here. talking about this. Uh, Let's close this away so that you can see me, and we go back to uh, what we're going to talk about. So, I think it's probably a good reason, too. Uh, <laughs> Curtis says he feels angry lots of coming here. No, actually, this is the reason why um, I am doing this particular passage. Uh, and I'm breaking this down because of the fact that uh, I hope this this explains my passion. I hope this really explains my, uh, the reason why I say what I say, the do, the do that I do, or do what i do because of the fact that i believe that it is critical that we have these good discussions about what is going on in the world and just trying to clear things up because i think that right now the church should be the area where people can go to to find the truth hear the word of god celebrate and worship with the other christians and believers and, and 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 develop a community of respect but more so than anything else It's a community of reverence towards God. And in that process of doing that, we humble ourselves to hear who God is, what he's telling us to do and how much it it, how much we are affected by what he says and what he does in our lives. So let me get through a couple of these. Yeah, let me do this. And then I will, uh, yeah, I I know how we're going to do this. We're going to break this down and we're going to be looking at Ezekiel 18, Ezekiel 8, uh, Ezekiel 18, Ezekiel 37, and Ezekiel 33. But let's start with Ezekiel 37. This is the valley of the dry bones, okay? Now you've probably heard this and, and, and this is, um, There's one more passage, too, I'm missing here as well. Actually, it should be about four passages that we're going to talk about. Let me do the one about the dry bones first, and we'll go from there. Ezekiel chapter 37. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. and He set me down in the middle of the valley, and it was full of bones and he led me around and he led me around among them and behold and there were many on the surface of the valley and behold they were very dry and he said to me son of man are can these bones live i answered o oh lord god you know and he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. And I will lay sine- sinews upon you and I will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. And you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied and I was as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a sound and behold, a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone to its bone and I looked and behold there was sinews on them and flesh had come upon them and the skin had covered them but there was no breath in them and he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man and say to the breath thus says the Lord God come from the four winds o breath and breathe on these slain that they may live so I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into the, he, the breath came into them and he lived and they 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 lived and stood on their feet in an exceedingly great army verse 11 then he said to me son of man these bones are the whole house of israel behold they say our bones are dried up and our hope is lost and we are indeed cut off therefore prophesy and say to them thus says the lord god behold i will open your graves and raise you from your graves O my people and I will bring you into the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and you, and raise you from your graves, O oh my people. And I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken. I will do it, and I will do it, declares the Lord. The Valley of the Dry Bones. Good morning, Josh and Jill. Thank you for being part of this program. This is... The Valley of the Dry Bones is probably one of the most, one of the weird, obscure passages that you'll see there in the Old Testament. A lot of people, they're like, oh, dry bones, dry bones. They have their great songs that they talk and they share about this and talking about what's happening in this particular passage. Well, One of the things that's really interesting about this is I feel like in a way that God's talking about the church today. The, the the church has been filled with a no, nothing but a bunch of dry bones. What was it that um Jesus called the Pharisees? You know, a bunch of whitewashed tombs. What's what are in tombs? Bones, bodies, death. That that and and, and as you sit here and and as we sit and we watch and we look at the landscape of what's taken place in the history of the church over the last. Twenty years, thirty years, hundred years. E- even right now, you know, one of my friends shared with me t- today about the idea that Pastor Greg Locke is uh, attacking Christians who wear masks to church, attacking Christians who get vaccinated. If you get vaccinated, you get vaccinated. That's your choice. That that's the, the idea of us demeaning people because they got vaccinated. That is wrong. That is nothing but death. In your bones. Good morning, Amy. Thank you for being part of the program. That is nothing but death. Whether we condemn people for wearing the mask, or whether we condemn them for not wearing the mask, we condemn people for getting the vaccine, or we condemn people for not getting the vaccine. This is this is the the reason why the church is struggling to make a difference in the community and difference in society is because we are wrapped up in meaninglessness or we're wrapped up in bad doctrine, more so bad doctrine rather than meaningless, meaninglessness. We are wrapped up in foolishness and bad doctrine and bad teaching and we're not yielding to God and so we turn around and we destroy um, everyone. Yes, Amy, great question, what happened to choices? Those aren't available anymore. This Pastor Greg Locke, this is not the only thing that he has said that has been a little bit unique. Let's say it that way. I don't subscribe to everything that Locke has said. Greg Locke has he, let's just pray for him that he can be focused on preaching the word. As every preacher, every pastor, every teacher, every person who stands in the pulpit should be driving home the point of the importance of yielding to God in light of the circumstances of, of today. Of what takes place You know it's just really sad Good morning Brian thank you for joining But here it is the valley of the dry bones I feel like this is While this is talking about Israel Because even in verse 11 he says Then he said to me son of man These bones are the whole house of Israel and, and they, and, but they, behold, they say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are indeed cut off. I mean, literally, when you think about the nature of most of the people who are right now clamoring and, and screaming and crying and wailing and, 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 and they want to be throwing on sackcloth and ashes out in the street that America has revival, that America gets restored and, and America stops aborting and America stops the fornication and America stops the, the LGBT and the, you know, and all this stuff. But it's like they were crying out to America, the crying out to God to save America while cursing God at the same time. Death. There's no life. Think about this. There there's no breath in bones. There's there's no there's no flesh, skin circulating blood on bones. Dry bones. Hello Sarah. Thank you for joining. We're in this part right now because of the fact that we have failed. I know, I know the capacities to which, by which I have failed to properly communicate the word of God, not just in my words, but also in my deeds, in my actions. And I believe that right here, uh, people are looking for this huge revival in America. And God's saying, America is a valley of dry bones the way that 81 million people can allege alleged the alleged 81 million people could vote for joe biden the alleged 81 million we know that there was corruption the media even confirmed that there was corruption what did the media say there was no widespread corruption they didn't deny the reality of the corruption. They said there's no widespread corruption. And we know that there are people in church who participated. We know that there are people from our churches that participated in the illegal vote ballot harvesting. It was done in churches. There were church, there were volunteers and there. There were preachers, Sunday school teachers, children's church teachers. Nursery volunteers who are participating in the dry bones, dry bones. Uh, when we sit here and we turn around and we destroy our neighbor or, or because of the fact that they're from that other political party, dry bones, death. There's no life in us when we destroy someone because of their political affiliation there there's no life in us when we sit there and we decide we deny people the right to speak and share the, and try and keep people aware of what's going on this is this is mm. we are in a point right now where we have to make changes and those changes need to come quickly because of the fact that dry bones most graves They turn around and they are covered over. Most graves are covered over because of the fact that uh, there's no life in them. How many times there are homes built on top of graveyards or holy ground, and you know, they base the movies off of all the ghosts and the paranormal activity. that's going on because you were built on top of a grave if, if the bo- ba- the if the bones are in the ground and we don't know that they're there then other things are being built on top of it hence what we see in America today and there's so much being built in our society because of the fact that, and they're building them on the 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 fresh graves and even many of the long decrepit graves of the church, we have no more. We have no moral standing. We have no grounds to stand and speak and say what we wish because of the fact that we have allowed ourselves for that for that to be a not-for-profit. I, I will. I will keep my mouth shut and I won't talk politics. I won't say what needs to be said because I want. I don't want to be taxed. I don't want the government coming after me because I I, I agreed. To not say anything politically. And it's really sad. We we are... (sighs) We are in... A valley of dry bones, folks. And we have to do something different. And the only way that we can truly see life... Taking place... Kind of like I feel like this passage Is almost a mirror image Of what we saw in Genesis chapter 1 uh, Verse 26 And chapter 2 Elaborating more on that moment When God created When God in Genesis 1 26 said Let us make man in our own image You know And it's really sad because It's really sad, Uh, I shared a video on my timeline, my public and private profile, of a teacher in Utah right now, a science teacher in Utah telling kids, you need to get vaccinated. It's you unvaccinated people who who are telling, who are spreading the virus. This is a science teacher, a science teacher. And you sit here and you watch As this stuff continues to take place That There is no room for respect There's no room for discretion I mean she even sat there and started even bashing Trump I'm like he He stopped being president Eight months ago Or seven months ago Why are we still talking about Donald Trump Why Because it's not about teaching It's about indoctrination when we get to the point where we're indoctrinating people and, and forcing them to our will, it's dry bones. It, God is the one who breathed life into Adam. God is the one who breathed, breathed life, put flesh onto these bones in Ezekiel in this valley. And God says basically that I'm the one, I'm the Lord, your God. I put my spirit within you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken. I will do it, declares the Lord God. We folks. I'm really praying that we're going to make some serious changes because the the dry bones isn't just the church, the physical edifice that I'm talking about. While those many of those, there have been nothing but crypts. Social crypts. C-R-I-P-T-S. Interesting that that teacher got fired for her behavior. Thank you for sharing that Sarah. As you sit here and you watch this take place, because that that teacher was out of place, but then there are preachers who are out of place as well too. See, when we get to the point that we, as um, Carrie was saying, that people need to stay in their lanes. There, we are. We all have assigned lanes. Yes, we do. I remember it, it, thinking about it in football when we do the kickoffs. That, that, that one of the reasons why most times when you see those breakouts and the people run like, you know, 60 to 80 to 100 miles, 100 miles, 100 yards for a touchdown, because someone didn't stay in their lane. <laughs> Man, we ran many drills to stay in our lanes. But here's the funny part about it is that, yes, stay in your lanes, but make certain that it's God-ordained lanes. And not man ordained lanes. God ordained lanes. Because sometimes that language is told that people staying in your lanes is basically saying, well, you're a Christian, you can't speak on politics. You're a Christian, you can't speak on this. Situation. You're a Christian, you can't speak on this thing. So we've got to be careful on the language of saying, uh, you have to stay in your lanes. Because there are sometimes, as Tim says, there is a passing lane. We have to get around certain things we have to move faster we have to pick up speed we have to get into the left lane and basically move faster and and basically get around a lot of the things that try and slow us down i believe that we have been traveling on the highway of life but people keep acting like it's a two it's a two-lane road One way, one way, with a solid, a solid yellow line down, two double yellow lines down the way. So that means you cannot pass. You shall not pass. (sighs) Don't pass on the right. (laughs) You funny, Curtis. But Ezekiel, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Ezekiel, and the other two passages we want to go about when we get back for a break. But I wanted to talk about the the dry bones because the dry bones. I really believe that the reason why we're seeing what we're seeing in America right now is because we've been nothing but a valley of dry bones. We've been dead. We need the spirit of God to be breathing into our lives and the churches that are really making the difference. And you see the life, you see the life, you see not just the life in the church, but the life in the people who are attending there. The life in its leaders, the life in his followers, the life in his community. And God gets glory out of that. If anything, if you should be concerned, pray that God is breathing life into your bones and our bones. Let's do this. Let's go to a break, folks. and I'll talk to you on the flip side. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them, I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. Peter Serafin from Liberty Lighthouse takes a moment to thank Governor Wolf from Pennsylvania for all that he's done for this COVID-19 crisis. Thank you for keeping COVID out of our nursing home. Wait, you didn't do that. I'll skip to the next one. Thank you for protecting small business. You didn't do that either. Thank you for making sure our unemployed workers were able to receive their benefit. Thank you for being ever present to deal with. Thank you for leading by example. Whoa. Thank you for working with the legislature to get things Thank you for common sense travel restrictions. Oh, good Lord. Thank you for using science to establish restaurant guidelines. Nah, dang it! At least we have sports. We can enjoy watching a couple hours of high school athletics and forget all of the craziness for a short break. Seriously, this is getting ridiculous. Liberty Lighthouse, Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Mojo 5 After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Defenders lie. I believe that uh-huh. you intentionally. Oh, no. stout, what are you talking about? I believe. I don't know what you're talking about. Try this to, no, this is news. This is news. This is news. This is news. Okay. Night oh, nights, know. 9 p.m. Mojo five zero. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Watson Prené from Battle for Freedom on Mojo 5 Radio. And I appreciate every last one of you as you sit here. And we continue to just talk about the whole idea of Wednesday and the word. Uh, my website, battleforfreedom.com. I also want you to go to mojo50.com. Uh, while you're there at mojo50.com, click the Donate button. Click the uh, Subscribe button. We'll, uh, well, basically sign up while you're there. You won't get spammed. Trust me. I promise you, you won't get spammed. Uh, donate, subscribe, the Shop button. Uh, the schedule button so you can see the different shows that are there. It, it, there's so much you can do while you're there. Also, a couple of websites I want you to go to as well. It's romikadesigns.com R-O-M-I-K-A-D-E-S-I-G-N-S There's more I'll tell you about it uh, next uh, tomorrow or friday but there's so much on my mind and a lot of stuff for work that i've got to get focused on right now but i will share more about you but i want you to go to Romika designs and just fawn over a lot of the great merchandise that's there uh, of what you can get also i'm not wearing my hat today with me but oh yeah and like i said what you see at um what you can get at uh right here look at this really cool uh, battle for freedom tumbler. But you got it, Roilmaker Designs. Also, custom, Bays Custom Embroidery. I don't have my hat or my shirt on today, but I'll try and remember to have it on with me tomorrow so you can see the great quality and content that you get from there. But today, I'm doing a part one of Ezekiel because this is going to take two parts. I want to get all this stuff out right now because there's so much. Earlier, I was talking about the first segment. I was talking about the Valley of the Dry Bones. So there's two more passages I want to look at in terms of Ezekiel. The second passage I want to look at, and I almost feel like I'm moving backwards in this uh, passage. Uh, Yeah, I'm moving backwards. I started off in chapter 37. Now I'm going to go to chapter 33. Chapter 33, uh, I'm going to look at the first nine verses. And it's basically called, Ezekiel is uh, is Israel's watchman. Uh and 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 sometimes people feel like well you prophets, you people, you're the only ones who are supposed to uh you're the only ones who are supposed to sit there and speak and share and say the word of God with the rest of us we just do whatever we need to and we go on and we do the whatever. No, 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 no. There's a responsibility that we all have when it comes to this and, and I say wake up because there's much for us to learn on here. Uh Israel, let's look at verse thirty three, verse one. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, speak to your people and say to them, if I bring the sword upon the land and the people of the land take a man from among them and make him their watchman, and if he sees a sword coming upon the land and blows the trumpet and warns the people, then if anyone who hears the sound of the trumpet does not take warning and the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be on his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and he did not take the warning his blood shall be upon himself but if he had taken the warning he would have saved his life but if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet so that the people are not warned so that the people are not warned and the sword comes and takes any one of them away any of them that person is taken in in his iniquity but the blood i will require at the watchman's hand so you son of man I have made a watchman for those of the household of, of the house of Israel whenever you hear a word from my mouth you will you shall give them warning from me and, and if I say to the wicked oh wicked one you shall surely die and you do not speak to them warn the wicked to turn from his way that wicked person shall die in his iniquity but his blood I will require at your hand But I but if I warn the wicked to turn away from his way and he does not turn away from his way That person shall die in his iniquity, but you will be delivered, for you you will have delivered your soul. The watchman. Every last one of us are watchmen. The moment that we confessed Christ, that we confessed, yes, I accept, believe, and receive. That Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins because I am unclean inside and out. There's nothing I can do to reconcile myself back to God because of the fact that I know that I am a sinner. I am not perfect. No, 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 no. I am furthest from pl- for perfect. I am flawed in every way. I'm offensive to God, a holy, righteous God who deserves every right to sit there, zap me, cast me into utter darkness. I deserve it, but I realize that God has given me the gift of Jesus getting on the cross and dying in my stead. So because he bled, I will yield to his will by receiving the, the gift called Christ, the sacrificed lamb for my stead. And when we do that, God then breathes life into us. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Before becoming a believer, I was in Catholic, Catholicism for most of my life. I really thought I was a good person. Oh, I was so foul! I was so vile! Oh, the things that I did! I don't, I don't, I don't sit here and celebrate and and and, and revel in the, the my my debauchery, uh, just downright filthy living. I've got filthy thinking. There, there, there's still corruption in my heart that I need every day that the Lord would clean and and pull out of my my mind, my soul, my spirit. Everything within me that I, that I go through the daily cleansing and washing from the Lord. All of us need it if we be true about this. <sighs> Carolyn, you hit it right on the nose. The watchman is used here as a prophetic agent calling for repentance. When I'm asking everyone to repent When I'm asking you to change your ways, when I'm asking us to be better in our speech and better in our behavior, do you recognize that I'm asking myself to do the same thing? I can't ask you to do what I'm not willing to do myself. I I can't do that. But understand this, when most of you understand, you, you, don't, you don't understand why is it that I post so much or I share so much, and not just on the Bible, but on other things, and I post controversial questions and topics and things like that. It's to wake people to get out of their slumber and have a discussion and understand, folks, we have major concerns going on right now. As I sit here and we look at the landscape of it, what's taking place in the world. And right now, this vaccine, these vaccines are being touted as the saviors of the world. But the people who are vaccinated are fearful of those who are unvaccinated. And there's who are unvaccinated who are fearful of the vaccinated. And I'm I'm sitting here and I'm trying to understand why all the fear. And I think it's because I've got to go back to the dry bones because we're not living in Christ. We're not living in God. We're not. He hasn't breathed life and common sense into our lives that we should be so that we should not be so fearful. We are so lost and we need god to awaken us up and be the watchman you remember when we first you for those of us who are christians you remember that first moment that you or that we 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 recognize god died for me oh thank god thank you lord i receive christ thank you for change coming to my life jesus changed me and we were so excited to tell everybody about repent Turn from your sins No we didn't have to be on a street corner Yelling at people We just wanted to excitedly tell people about Jesus <laughs> I remember years ago Long before I met my wife um, I was on the dating scene I was doing online dating and everything like that And I can't remember I think I may have met this woman from Match.com and, you know, nice, intelligent woman. And I was just telling her about just all the wonderful things that Jesus had done in my life. I hadn't even started giving her the gospel message. I was just telling her about how God had just made so many different changes in my life that I was just so overwhelmed with joy about how good he, he was to me. And, um, <laughs> I remember she said to me, you're too Jesus-y. <laughs> excuse me i should have a cough button i'm too jesusy i laughed and i i sat and i just cried i oh my goodness too jesusy i hadn't even gotten into sharing the word of god i'm too jesusy praying for you sarah you hang in there kiddo We used to love to share who Christ is, Carolyn says. When we first become Christians, we tell everyone, let us now share the story daily. Amen. Tim, notice that the watchman was set to warn the people about physical dangers, uh, the dangers, physical, tangible punishment. And it is on It is and it is. And on destruction based on is based on a spiritual deficit that resulted in physical sins, which led to physical judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Our moral corruption manifests itself in spiritual depravity. And that spiritual depravity works itself into licentious living and the corruption that we see. From the streets of New York From the streets of New York Where you have You have People um, Yeah Guy got stabbed in the face A couple of days ago In New York uh, There's a video out there right now In um, Brooklyn Terrified wife films her husband being beaten up by a baseball bat wielding neighbors in dispute over a shared Brooklyn driveway. Guys on the ground being held down and kicked in the face and kicked in the stomach over a parking space. Over a parking space. This takes Yvonne Criddle to a whole nother level. It look up Yvonne Criddle, Y V O N N E K R I D D L E. You'll understand what I'm saying when you see the video of Yvonne Criddle. You would think it was Yvonne Criddle, but it's a funny episode, you'll you'll see. But the, I think we've, come, we've devolved to this level with what you see in New York and California and, and around the country where there's no respect for life, not just by the homeless people out in the streets, not by the, over, the, over, the overly tight and wound neighbors and things like that. But we have allowed, we've allowed ourselves to be so consumed with the world that we are starving on God. Actually, folks, we've been so quiet and silent. Oh, we don't. We don't need those hell and brimstone preachers. Stop Bible thumping. You, and and this is this is what's being said by Christians. This is being was this is what's being said by Christians who insult Christians for sharing the word of God, for for yell at making the her, herald, folks. Repent, receive Christ. We, we, what is it? What is it in, in, in the stand? Stephen King's the stand, and what was that? Was it Abdul? Uh, was it um, Abdul Jabbar who had the sign? Kareem Abdul Jabbar who had the sign on his chest? You know, the street preachers that had like the wood signs that they walk around talking about repent. In every one of those in every one of those movies they're mocking the preachers with the signs. <sighs> amen. Amen, Carolyn. I'd rather lose friends and family than Jesus. And amen, Carolyn. I mean Amy, no one is scared of hell. Because the watchmen have basically st- stepped down from their posts. They've been silenced. They've been prevented from speaking. They've, been, they've, they've, they've chosen to remain silent. And in the, in the end, we see what's taking place. Never in my life would I ever think, I'm glad I moved out of New York 25 years ago, but never ever, would I ever imagine that evil New York would devolve to the state of chaos. I mean, New York, New York City, New York, the five boroughs of, of of New York City look look worse than the third world country. A parking space. We're beating somebody up over a parking space. I'm going to remain calm. And I think that we, but we should be alarmed right now. See, we're alarmed by what's happening because of the presidency. We're alarmed because of what's happening with the, the virus and the vaccine. Folks, we should be alarmed by everything. But the devil is really great and basically compartmentalizing our indignation so that we are not offended by everything, truly offended, not not not, not snowflake offense. But I'm saying that there should we should be offended by everything. Because God doesn't like sin. We should be offended by everything. Not just one sin. Not just focus on homosexuality. Not just focus on abortion. Not just focus on child sex trafficking. Be offended by all sin. The dry bones is basically what allowed us to hold biden clinton obama to a standard of his pride that needed to go aside but be completely silent when trump did it dry bones dry bones when we sat there and we talked about the moral depravity of clinton basically getting uh, getting him getting serviced by monica lewinsky but we don't want to sit here and hold trump to those same standards Stand, you know that we we sit here and, and and we 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 don't want the language of tearing apart the the children. Don't go after Baron Trump. Don't don't go after Melania. Don't go after Nancy Reagan. Don't go after Hillary Clinton. Don't don't go after all these different people. But we we sit there and we we call Michelle Obama a man. We keep pushing out pictures of her looking like an ape. We keep putting putting pu- pushing the narrative. She's a guy. The blue dress picture of her having a penis, dry bones. The devil has allowed us to 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 focus on those things. We're fixated on trying to prove that Michelle Obama is Michael Obama, instead of basically sharing the word that people need Jesus. See, people keep thinking that me sitting here having this discussion of oh, my concerns about the vaccine is because I'm politically driven. Far from. Far from. The basis by the basis by which I will question, the basis by which I will question the vaccines, the virus, the elections, uh, and personal choice and all that is from here. The word of God. That's the basis. It's not, not an a R behind my name or a D behind my name or an I behind my name. Compelled by God to speak up when evil is being done. So to speak up when things are wrong. President Joe Biden said three months ago, I will not force mandates on people. Pfizer approves it the same day He's now saying force Vaccines on People He said one thing Out of his mouth and now he's saying the complete Opposite If that's not alarming you, but you're still worried about, yes, the tweets of Donald Trump were unnecessary. They were childish, they were petulant, and they didn't need to happen. But your silence against the robbery, the corruption, the indecency of what Joe Biden is doing condemns you all the more. We want to get rid of the mean tweets. That's all you had were mean tweets. This president is literally threatening He threatened American citizens With uh, airplanes, fighter jets Nuclear weapons And now a vaccine He's threatening their employment Their livelihood Their ability to be free And most of you are silent today We can't talk politics We can't talk all this stuff so, you compartmentalize your indignation, and as you sit there, you will waste away because the people you put your trust in were the very people who were committing the very atrocities by which you were truly offended. Everybody kept talking about the tyranny of Donald Trump for years. Tell me what tyranny did he accomplish? Tell me what. The, the only tyrannical thing he had, the two tyrannical things, tyrannical tweets, because he just should have stopped and tyrannical spending. Those are the two things that he should have stopped if there was any tyranny in Trump. The teacher who got fired from Utah called him a sexual predator. We have, we we have, for, for crying out loud, all you people, who sat there condemning Donald Trump with Stormy Daniels and all the victims that he went to calling him a sexual predator. You sat there, you condemned Brett Kavanaugh and you remained quiet to Joe Biden and what he did. The pictures were there for you, him sniffing the girl's hairs. But you had to vote against Donald Trump. The lesser of two evils, dry bones. Dry bones when we say the lesser of two evils. <sighs> Tim, it doesn't matter if Barack Obama said Michael. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Us being fixated on Michael Obama instead of Michelle Obama is the devil succeeding It is the devil succeeding because of the fact that if we're focused on Michael, we're not focused on Jesus. If we're not focused on, uh, if we're focused on Michael Obama, we're not focused on Jesus Christ. The watchmen, the watchmen, think think about this. When the, the, the prophets were told, they were talking about the sins of the world. They, were, they exposed people for their sins and everything they're doing, but the major thrust was yield to God. Repent and yield to God. <sighs> we have to change this, folks. We have to. Last segment, last verse, last part. I want to go into here. I, I just can't focus. I, I'm, if folks. If you want to focus on the Michelle Michael Obama thing, so be it. Do whatever you need to. I just, just ask. What do you gain? What do we gain by focusing on Michelle Obama? What do we gain? What? 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 What do, what do we gain? Ezekiel chapter eighteen chapter one and verse one The word of the Lord came to me saying, What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, declares the Lord, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. By all souls, by behold, all souls are mine, and the soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son is mine, the soul who sins shall die. If a righteous man does and if a man is righteous and does what is just and right, if he does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor, his wife or approach a woman in her time of menstrual impurity, does not oppress anyone, does not but restores to the debtor. His pledge commits no robbery. Gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment. Does not lend at interest or take any profit. Withholds his hands from injustice. Executes true justice between man and man. And and it walks in my statutes and keeps my rules by acting faithfully. He is righteous. He shall surely live. Declares the Lord. If he fathers a son who is who is violent, a shedder of blood and who does any of these things, though he himself did none of these things, he, he who even eats upon the mountains, defiles his neighbor's wife, oppresses the poor and needy and commits robbery and does not restore the pledge. Lift up his eyes to the idols, commits abominations, lends at interest and takes profit. Shall he then live? He shall not live. He has he has done all these abominations. He shall surely die. His blood shall be upon himself. You know, you said, I'm going to go down to verse 19. Yet yeah, you say, why should the son suffer for the iniquity of the father when the son has done what is just and what is right and has been careful to observe all my statutes? He shall surely live. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor this father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, but the wicked well, the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself I say this passage um, I share this passage because of the fact that again another topic that Satan has allowed us to be distracted on is reparations critical race theory um, systemic racism we have black Christians you notice I didn't say Christian blacks we have black Christians fixated on condemning white America when Romans 8 1 says there's now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ but we have black Christians willing to to condemn their brothers and sisters in Christ for a, for 40 acres and a mule. Because you feel and you feel and, um, deserving of financial success. You're willing to condemn your brother and sister in Christ worse yet many of your brothers and sisters in Christ are buying into the lie and nonsense that you deserve that land that land was entitled to you we we are at this point right now where we are so distracted with everything that we're focused on nothing You can't blame whites for what happened. Whites today for what happened hundreds of years ago. This idea of reparations, critical race theory, all this stuff. It's a lie. It's an abomination. It is nothing but a doctrine from hell. To do what? To keep us distracted. When black people keep focusing and having in in the back of their minds, if I was white, I would have this. If you if I was white I wouldn't be experiencing this injustice. You're basically teaching people to be disgruntled with God's other creations. Take care, Linda. As you sit here and you look at this foolishness, we're teaching people and blacks are accepting it willingly. Black Christians are accepting it willingly. As long as we continue to harbor in our hearts, I deserve that. But because I'm black, I didn't get it. You're spitting in the face of God. Let's go back to the valley of dry bones. It's God who breathed life into the dry bones. And God can breathe life into your marriage, into your family, into your job, into your home, into your life, into so much. But if you're listening to the doctrines of man the doctrines of demons, you will be a valley of dry bones. This is the first part of Ezekiel. We will go more into it next week. Folks, I'm just praying that we all wake up. Thank you, Lep. And thank you, Lep from Ain't You a Peach. You can catch them on Saturdays. Uh folks, we are in a lot of trouble, and I'm praying that we wake up. We can no longer be a valley of dry bones. Hear the warning: God is speaking. God is speaking. God is speaking. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5 Breaking news this hour. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.